Welcome to this week's episode of the DevOps Lab. I'm April Edwards, and we have Christopher Manu joining us back again to talk about infrastructure as code with NoobsGen. And on this week's episode, we're gonna be talking about preventing resource deletion in Azure. Welcome back to the DevOps Lab. I'm April Edwards, and with me this week, I have Christopher Manu. Welcome back, Christopher. Thank you, April. Really Thanks. excited to have you here again. Um, we're going to focus on infrastructure as code and noobs, John, and some really cool stuff. What's the topic for this week? So uh, today's uh, we will talk about uh, preventing deleting production resources by accident. By accident. So yeah. I've accidentally deleted resources a lot, like a lot. So, so tell me, you know, if everyone's been following the series, we've been talking about noobs gen, we've introduced it, we talked about some cool things that we can do. How can we prevent resource deletion? Because when we build stuff, doesn't mean someone's not going to go in and delete it for us, or we might accidentally delete something because we just forgot. Yeah, I, I think uh, we all uh, heard a story about some intern or some junior developer who uh, I've done something and in, this person was thinking they were doing things on the development environment and boom, it was on the production environment and everything got deleted. Uh, mm -hmm. And then it's a nightmare for all the company. Uh, so first, don't blame the intern. Uh, it's mm -hmm. probably not it or our fault. Uh, if, uh, if like this person has access to such poor on day one, uh, there is probably um, another system or operation to blame. Uh, so we can solve part of this uh, with uh, RBAC, role-based access control, and preventing, for example, developers to have access, to have such privilege on the production environments. But the fact is, uh, even if you're a DevOps person or an ops person or an SRE, uh, you may have sometimes the rights to do it because sometimes you need to delete production yeah. resources. Uh, but you just want to prevent to do it by accident. Uh, sometime you're in a hurry or there is a huge incident in production and you just want to have an extra uh, step to be very careful uh, when you are deleting uh, this kind of resources. And for this, we have a great tool uh, within Azure, uh, which are called uh, locks, uh, which uh, by the name saying, uh, locks some resources uh, to prevent um, any modification or uh, only deletion. Yeah, and locks are cool because you're right. We can we we need to give that access control to that environment to the developers, operational teams, whomever, for whatever reason that they might need it for. Um, I've used locks in the past. So how can NoobGen really help us with resource locking? So what we are doing uh, within NoobGen when we generate infrastructure as code for you is basically we take the step that if you are deploying on a production environment, you may probably want to have some locks. Mm -hmm. uh, so we go ahead and generate some locks on every resources deployed on the production environment. We don't do it on the other environments. Uh, it's up to you to take our templates, our generated templates, and adapt uh, with your uh, use case and constraint. Uh, but we automatically generate uh, locks in production environment for you. Yeah, and that's cool because I've used other infrastructure as code tools and I've deployed something and someone has gone and deleted my code. Well, actually deleted my resources, which then if I go and redeploy it, you know, they come back, but I don't want to have to go that through, through that every time, especially if something's not working and I realize I'm missing a resource. So, so tell us, how does NoobsGen help us do that? Yeah, I think the best way is to 
uh, see in action, uh, mm -hmm. or we can do it uh, within the Azure portal. Uh, so we get a sense of how Logs actually works, and we will see what kind of code we generate within Nubus uh, to, to do this automatically. Uh, so here you can see my uh, Azure portal, and I have two uh, resource groups for the same application. Uh, mm -hmm. One is for dev environment, and one is for production environment. And I will go ahead directly in the production environment, and I will uh, copy the name of the resource group. Uh, I will just show you that I have the full uh, rights, the full access on this resource group. I am a contributor and service administrator on the yep. resource group, so I have the proper um, access control to actually delete uh, this resource group. And let's go ahead and delete the production resource group. And here, boom, I'm prevented uh, from the portal uh, by um, uh, deleting resources, these resources. And actually, I'm, I'm prevented from the portal, but also from the CLI or my infrastructure as code. Everything will fail if I try to delete the resource group. Oh, that's Why? cool. So if you're not yeah. working from just the portal, it will also block you out from like Azure CLI or, or some other method. Method because not everyone works straight from the portal. Yeah, you're right. Uh, cool. Maybe you're a CLI person and you do all your work in CLI, and that's great. Yeah. Um, and logs are working at the Azure uh, Resource Manager API level, uh, which means that any kind of client or any infrastructure as code tool uh, you choose uh, will be prevented to delete uh, the resources. Um, and so I need to go to logs here and to see that I have created a log uh, mm -hmm. in this resource, which uh, with the don't delete name, but uh, as I say, it prevents the deletion of this resource. So I will need, if I want to re-delete this production resource, to go here to delete this log, and then I will be able uh, to um, to delete this resource group. So it's it's really a safeguard. It's like a a barrier, uh, you can jump uh, off the fence if you want, if you have the proper credentials. Uh, but if you just run, it will hit you uh, before you do uh, something uh, um, not intended. Like stupid. Yeah. I mean, yeah. to be fair, I've deleted stuff. I think I didn't need something, or maybe the naming convention wasn't right. And I really appreciate your. Uh, the the episode we did previous to this where we talked about naming conventions and all yep. these things play together and that's really important because the naming convention helps me devise what the resources are are they needed um, and there's other things like tagging which I believe we have another episode coming up on as well so cool um, what features are coming to NoobGens on this in the next few weeks to help us with this yeah so um, in NoobGen we are currently uh, um, adding the support for the bicep uh, infrastructure mm -hmm. as code tool and one of the things we will generate on any resource group uh, we generate is um, a lock module. So a lock module is very simple, uh, even if you're not familiar with Bicep. Uh, basically, we uh, create a resource uh, which is a lock, and then we uh, assign um, people to have the right to remove this lock. Uh, because obviously, at some point, you will probably need to delete with resource, and yep. somebody in the organization or some service principal, for example, uh, should have as a proper right to remove this lock. So we are doing two things here. Uh, automatically, we are creating this uh, do not delete uh, lock, and we are assigning a role uh, to some principal ID. So basically, to some user or to some service principal, uh, you pass them to parameters. Uh, to do this, and uh, we have we are leveraging here a cool uh, feature of Bicep, which is uh, conditions, mm -hmm. uh, which means that if you look at my whole uh, Bicep file, I have my resource group. I'm just creating a storage account here, uh, something very simple, um, and then I have my um, log module. And what I can do with Bicep is uh, specifying a if 
uh, which means that if this condition is met, then Bicep will actually deploy this log. But if not, uh, this code will not get deployed uh, by, by Bicep or by Aviage or CLI. Uh, so here it's a cool thing uh, to mm -hmm. actually deploy logs only on the production environments. Uh, but obviously, you can reuse this feature uh, to do a lot of different conditions uh, in your infrastructure as code. Yeah, absolutely. That gives you a lot of flexibility to say, you know, yes, you can lock down production. Maybe there's uh, resource groups or other things that are very particular that you can't resource, you can't delete. And I've worked on a lot of customer projects where you have like a, almost like a hub or an area that cannot be deleted because you can't repeat that code, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. So that's awesome. That's really, really cool. I like that a lot. And one thing we need to uh, specify when we talk about locks is um, what's the... Um, um, actual limitations. So actually, mm -hmm. if you create a log, for example, on storage accounts, mm -hmm. it will only prevent you to uh, delete the resource group or to delete the storage account itself. Uh, okay. But if you want to delete some file, uh, which is stored within a container, for example, you mm -hmm. will be able to do it, even if you have a lock on the resource, because it's only mm -hmm. uh, have an effect on what we call the control plane, not on the data plane. So yeah. if you're doing on a database, for example, you will be able to do a drop table uh, if you have your proper rights. Uh, so if you want to prevent things like that, uh, it will the solution will depend on the type of resource you're deploying. And mm -hmm. for example, in a, in the a storage account, one of the features uh, which is uh, not well known uh, is, I think it's in configuration. Um, da -da -da. Um, oh, I missed it. Uh, but there is a soft delete. Um, uh, yeah, data protection. Here is it. Uh, where you can uh, enable soft delete for blobs, which uh, basically means that you will keep deleted blobs for a specific time, mm -hmm. uh, number of days, and then some administrator can go back and like uh, restore uh, any deleted blobs. Uh, so it's also something uh, good to mention. Uh, this is not something we enable if in Nubes right now. Uh, but if you want to really protect your data from accidental deletion at the resource level or accidental deletion at the API uh, level, for example, here with the storage API, uh, mm -hmm. it's also something you need to consider. No, I think that's really good. I think a good way to sum it up is you're locking the resource and you, let, you said that like at the API level that we're calling, but we're not locking the data. And I think lots of people are concerned about their data and locking that out and locking out their users or whoever's, you know, again, like you said, writing a table or something if it's in a database. So it's great. Yeah. We can lock our resources. That's really, really important. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. And that's it. That's very simple. And, and that's a very easy way to, uh, to protect your production resources from uh, stupid accidents. <laughs> Thank you, Christopher. Again, another awesome episode on NoobsGen. Really, really excited to see this feature come live soon. And thank you again for another great episode. Mm -hmm.